homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com and brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Sabrina talking today with Vicki. And we're in the same space. I mean, we can make eye contact. We haven't had a lot of chance for like in the same space podcast. It's been a crazy life season where we just haven't had the same schedules at all. And I haven't been in the same state for more than like 30 seconds for the last six months. (laughs) Been a lot of travel. Did you know you were going to be a globetrotter? Little did I know. Yeah. I'm quite the jet setter these days. Yes. <laughs> homeschool jet setters on the next episode of the Homeschool Podcast. <laughs> now you just, you know, we were just talking before we started the podcast that, you know, when we were young and, and our, our homeschool was just beginning and our children were little, we knew that by the age of 40, life was going to look exactly the way that it was supposed to look. We did. I mean, if we did the right things, yeah. then life would be perfect by the time you hit 40. Mm-hmm. So how's that working out for us? I hit 40 a long time ago. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so what's, what's that version of the verse that you like to say? That, that, that a, mom, a mom's mind plans her way, but God directs her paths. There we go. So thank you, God, for being God, and we are not. And mm-hmm. it's okay if life is not exactly what you expected. I know, like, be. the way God directs our paths are sometimes not what we... We're really signing up for that we thought. True that. True that. But, you know, he can be trusted anyway because mm-hmm. he keeps making those weird paths yield really amazing things. So, which, right. which kind of segues us into what we it want to talk indeed. about today. So, that was very nicely eased well, in that know, direction. So, it's cool when a plan comes together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, we're going to talk about mom shaming. Yeah, because when life doesn't work out, sometimes it's easier to mom shame, mm-hmm. you know, when somebody else's life isn't working out. Yep, yep. And unfortunately, social media makes it so easy to fall into it mm-hmm. without even necessarily realizing we're doing it because mm-hmm. we get we get this sense of um, we see somebody doing something differently than we are and mm-hmm. we maybe don't think they're getting good results from it. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, I mean, we all have a little judgy streak in us and, you know, we see things in other people's families and think, well, that wouldn't fly at my house. And before you know it, we've typed a comment or even if we haven't commented there, we've pointed it out to somebody else who's mm-hmm. on our side, who agrees mm-hmm. with our way of doing things. And there, there's kind of this whole culture of fear that goes yeah. with motherhood in, in a, a new way. I guess yeah. moms have always probably been prone to guilt and fear a little bit. But... Yeah. Yeah. Well, motherhood's all about guilt. We, we know that. So we can feel guilty all by ourselves without somebody helping feel that mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about homeschooling and why we at Seven Sisters refuse to mom shame. We don't mom shame. We, we do mom not shame. mom shame. Why don't we? I mean, we have it all figured out, right? We know, right? We could tell everybody exactly. <laughs> we could, like, for one, how for us not to get bronchitis and sinus infections? Yes, yes. Sitting here hacking. <laughs> yes. Pardon the um, the raspy yes. sound of our voices this morning, but yeah, we're both battling stuff. Yeah, you know, there's there's um, one thing that has come with age and with mm-hmm. lots of years because we at Seven Sisters, all six of us, because. Mm-hmm. In case you didn't know this, you're the seventh sister when you're listening to the podcast. Hi, seventh sisters. Hi. But the six of us at Seven Sisters have all 
graduated all of our kids from mm-hmm. homeschool and we did it and we bought the t-shirt and here we are looking back and we are very, very, very aware of the fact that there was not one right way to homeschool, not even within each of our own homeschools. Oh my goodness. Like you look at all of our homeschoolers and every single one of them were different in their personalities mm-hmm. and their needs and their capabilities and their interests. And the beautiful thing about homeschooling is we could tailor the best we had the energy for their best interest rather than somebody telling us how to do it or we're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. The, the idea of creating a box and fitting your kid into it so that they are equipped for life is not an effective strategy. And it's mm-hmm. a really destructive strategy when you're mm-hmm. talking about an individual human and not just um, a high school transcript, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but the idea of looking at your child and seeing what you can put into them, what tools you can give them. that's going to mm-hmm. allow them to become the unique adult that they will someday be. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. And there's no room for mom shaming in that world. Well, in, you know, if you can think back through the years, there were probably times where you got mom shamed because you weren't doing things the way somebody else was doing them. I can remember in the early days of homeschooling back when they were truant officers and things <laughs> like that, talking dinosaurs. So, um, but there, there were so few curricula out there and so few people talking about it um, that the personalities who were talking, you know, there wasn't even the internet in those days. So it was uh-huh. articles and books and things like that. And conferences, speakers, yeah. conferences. Mm-hmm. And here's the way you do it. And if you don't do it, you're screwing up your kids and you are all going to hell. Yeah. And I remember sitting in there and the first reaction is, well, I already feel guilty. And so this makes me feel worse. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, it just made me mad. And I said, it was just, <laughs> all right, now just watch me do it my way. Then. <laughs> but it, it took a little while to say, um, no, that, that each kid is different in your way. And especially a way that is built to judge other people. Like yeah. this is, this is the only way. Um, that's, that's a, so a really simple example is the first several years of homeschooling, I walked around with my head hung down in shame because my oldest child was not a natural bookworm. <laughs> Reading came slowly. He didn't love to read even after he learned to read. And then his sister who came right behind him just loved books. I think she came out of the womb reading and, you know, whatever. And then the kid that came after that had absolutely no use for reading. And so I'm looking at, at my children and thinking, okay, I, I got lucky with the one, but clearly what I'm doing is wrong because all homeschool children are supposed to love to read. Absolutely. And <laughs> I was failing mm-hmm. from the starting gate. Mm-hmm. You know, the first thing you're supposed to teach your kid after like counting and tying their shoes, right, is, is to love books. So they're supposed to teach themselves to read. They are. They are. And that shame was profound. I mean, mm-hmm. there there were definitely some um, confident voices mm-hmm. in the homeschool world at that time mm-hmm. saying, here are the 53 steps that you take that guarantee that your child will read easily and young and always with joy in their hearts. <laughs> and maybe it wasn't phrased exactly that way, but it was it something like was, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was, that was a great source of shame. Do you remember the hundred rules for our house? 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I couldn't get past one. We had to throw it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These, you know, they're not bad things. And and reading curriculum that works, that gets your kid reading and loving mm-hmm. books, like that's awesome. More power to you. Yeah. But at the moment that we shifted into a, well, that's not the way it is at your house. Well, obviously you've done something wrong mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because this is the outcome yeah. that you should be experiencing. Yeah. And it's so easy in um, the online community to these days um, not have the huge voices like in the old days where it was coming from a big leader saying you have to do things this way. Um, But just community to community or person to person within a community online to say, no, you know, if you're not getting the perfect children out of this deal, you are screwing up. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. We have said it so many times in the podcast and we are grateful to um, Kendra and, and Fletch uh, mm-hmm. from homeschooling in real life for many years ago who put that battle cry out there that we, we are not in control of outcomes. Shall, shall we say that again? Let's say it again. Let's say it together. We, we are, are not in control to... of outcomes. I can't even talk. <laughs> but we are. I'm probably misquoting it. So we're no. not responsible for outcomes or... God's in charge of the outcome. There we go. There God's we go. in charge of the outcome. And and so sometimes his version of outcome is there's a journey going on, and a lot of that's out of our hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are things that, if, if we were sitting with our seventh sisters who are younger than we are, mm-hmm. and we had just poured them a second cup of coffee or tea or cocoa or whatever they're digging these days, and we said, can, can I offer you some unsolicited advice about community mm-hmm. and about sistering in the homeschool world? What unsolicited advice would we want to? Let, let me tell you how to do it right. And so <laughs> <laughs> one is to recognize that motherhood is all about guilt. Mm. And we will never do good enough in our own eyes. Yeah. And that because we, we live in a broken world and we are people of limited time and energy and we can do the very best job we can and we can pray a lot, but God is in charge of the outcome really. And, yeah. and somehow he makes us finite and makes the needs not finite. Not. And so that, that keeps us humble having to go to him and on a day-to-day basis say, how do I tweak curriculum? How do I let things go? How do I step things up? How do I understand what my kids' needs are? We need his wisdom for that. And sometimes that looks very non-programmatic. And sometimes it looks very programmatic because there's not one right way to homeschool. Right. (laughs) Okay. So the first is that each of us is dependent on God and Mm -hmm. we need to Remember that about each other mm-hmm. and remember that when we look in the mirror mm-hmm. at ourselves, but we want to be in community and, and we encourage that all the time. I mean, yeah. that's why we're, we're in a business with, with our people from our community for yeah. all the years. We believe so much in it. So how can we then say, well, each of us is answerable to God and dependent on him, mm-hmm. but we're dwelling in community together. How can we be a good community? How can we be good sisters and avoid mom shaming? Yeah. So, well, when we gut level feel like we need to fix someone, it might be good to um, just hold off on that for a minute and pray first. Mm. And then rather than fix, ask a question. Mm-hmm. Like, how's that working for you? Oh, and can I be really bold and say, ask that question privately? 
Oh, please. Because that's something I see sometimes that is mm. covert mom shaming is mm. a question is asked on a public social media profile that is so subtly pointing out the obvious error in this person's ways, but framing it as a question. Mm. And in that public forum, the, the mom who is being questioned has no way to respond to it without just appearing defensive mm. and shallow and angry. And it's, it's really, it's, it's not to be done in a public forum. If you are truly yeah. concerned about somebody and you think that they perhaps need some correction because there's room for that in, mm. in the body of Christ, there's sure. room. Um, boy, that really needs to happen just between the two of you. Well, and that, that requires God's wisdom and humility. And it comes down to what is your intent? So is your intent to fix someone else? And if so, probably isn't a healthy thing to do. Mm. If it's your intent to support, if they come to you for guidance, okay. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the, I guess I guess I'm so naive about questions. You know, how's that working for you? Um, what what are the benefits that you have? You know, like well, and, and a lovely way to ask the question is to recognize when your friend is expressing that things aren't working well. Uh -huh. If she's very tired, if she's very frustrated, if she's saying uh, this year is just is just overwhelming, uh -huh. then say, do you feel like your curriculum is working for you or do you feel like you're beating your head against a wall? Or do you feel like that co-op is turning out to be what you hoped it would be? Or instead of saying, well, I don't think you should be in that co-op. So it's not, people are toxic. Yeah, that's not It's your the place. intent of your heart in that right. question. I love she's you stressed out. on that in your spare time. Oh, in my spare time, I will do that. While I'm sitting in an airport somewhere, traveling to someplace, <laughs> you know, a picture got posted on Facebook of my husband and me at an event and the, the date on the picture got the person who put it up, had the date wrong. And someone put in the comments and said, I didn't think Sabrina and Fred were down here. I thought they were someplace else. And I replied and said, I thought we were someplace else too, but I'm not really sure. Maybe we were there. <laughs> I'm very confused. A so, yeah. translation going yeah. on. <laughs> right. But yeah, a blog post about are you really responding to her need, mm -hmm. to her expressed discomfort, mm -hmm. frustration, weariness? Yeah. Um, and if so, then you're you're looking to be a sister. You're looking to link arms with her and help hold her up and support her, but you're not fixing her. That's such a good word, Vicki. When you say fixing people is generally just not our job. Except comes out of a place of pride or fear. And that's not usually the way that's going to be healthy. Yeah. yeah. So we can all think of times where, we got fixed by someone else, and uh, that's that's very different than supported and encouraged mm -hmm. and 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 helped if they need help. Yeah, so. yeah. So let's apply this to curriculum itself, um, because this is not just about the moms, but this is about what we're modeling for our kids. This mm -hmm. is about what our kids are are learning to do. And if um, if we approach curriculum and the actual educational part of homeschooling with a this is the way you have to do it. This is, uh -huh. this is the way. Uh, well, I, I know it's hard for you, but I mean, you have to do it this way. <laughs> Suck it up, you know, or be a failure. Um, <laughs> not only are we frustrating them in their math or their chemistry lessons or whatever, but we're also shaping character in there uh -huh. that, that is rigid uh -huh. and that is judgmental and uh -huh. that is um, 
lacking in kindness mm -hmm. and compassion. Mm -hmm. So even with our own kids, it's important to ask that question. How's that working out for you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If our kid is frustrated and we think that we've observed that they're really just not putting in the hours, sometimes we have to just say, honey, you're just not putting in the hours. Like but when you're writing your paper and you've got seven different tabs open at the same time and none of those have to do with research. It perhaps. How's that working for you? It's a huh? choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's another time and a place where you don't want to start there with, um, I can see what the problem is. And instead you want to say, you're really not liking chemistry. Mm -hmm. What's going on? Mm -hmm. What is it? Is it the textbook? Is it the format overwhelming? You're, you're taking this online class. Do you feel like you understand the teacher or mm -hmm. is the, you know, ask questions that make it clear that there's not one right way that they are failing to meet. So what you're doing is asking questions that show you care and that you are interested or curious about what's working and what's not. So you're not telling them they're doing something wrong. Right. Especially if they're not, you know, some things just aren't good fits. Oh, yeah. And we're not saying that you never tell your children they're doing something wrong. You know, yeah. if, you're, if your kid is lighting a fire on the kitchen counter, it's okay to say, no, we don't yeah. light fires yeah. on the kitchen counter. Probably not a good idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That one you can fix. That one you can fix. That's right. Yeah. Because you are the authority <laughs> and you understand that it's safety ish. Yes. Very good. <laughs> good parameters. <laughs> So uh, just to be quite transparent here, uh, that's just why sevensistershomeschool.com curriculum exists. Because we don't shame our fellow sisters. And we know there's not one kind of homeschool kid, so there's not one right way to homeschool. Right. So here's the truth. Our curriculum is not going to fit every single one of you. No. Which is why we have a guaranteed money back uh -huh. promise there yeah. that if you order something from us and you go, wow. This is very lovely, but it's just not a good fit for us. And you send mm -hmm. us an email and you say, I would like my money back. Mm -hmm. We say, okay. Mm -hmm. But we also, within each piece of curriculum, have tried to make them adaptable mm -hmm. for different, <laughs> excuse me, different levels of rigor, mm -hmm. different styles of learning, um, individual and cooperative settings. Mm -hmm. And we put instructions in there to try to build confidence in you, mm -hmm. in our seventh sisters, so that you will purchase a piece of curriculum and look at it and not say, how does Vicki think this should be taught? Oh, absolutely. Yes. But instead you look at it and you say, hmm, Vicki's provided this thing here and I have 72 different ways that I can think of that I might choose to use it, mm -hmm. any of which might be a good fit for my family. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to find what works mm -hmm. for us. Sometimes on the Facebook group, the Seven Sisters Facebook group, which we invite everybody to join, yes. or on the information, you know, the inbox at the website, We'll get questions on how do I do this, you know, study guide yes. with my child because they want to do it right. And they will very often ask, if I do it this way, is that okay? Yes. Is that okay is a question we yeah. often get in the, yep, in the info at sevensistershomeschool.com email. Yep. Mm -hmm. And our answer is always, it most certainly is okay if you do it that way. Mm -hmm. It's also okay. If you want to do it in a different order, or if you'd like to break it out over several weeks, mm -hmm. or if you'd like to do it as a marathon, mm -hmm. do it all in a couple of days, mm -hmm. um, it's absolutely okay. Mm -hmm. And you should make this curriculum fit your homeschool. Because there's not one kind of homeschool kid or homeschool or, or homeschool mom. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we're hoping that the podcast here at the Homeschool High School podcast, we're hoping that the Facebook group, that the blog at, <laughs> excuse me, at sevensistershomeschool.com, we're hoping that all of these places are confidence builders for you. We're hoping that as you stop in along the way and you listen or you read or you watch a Facebook live, that you walk away from it feeling more confident. And I, I just have to brag on one of our seventh sisters because I, I did a Facebook live recently and asked a question in that um, about whether or not people felt confident making a change in mm -hmm. curriculum mid-year. And um, this seventh sister was was watching live and participating in the conversation. So not one of the six sisters, no. a seventh sister. Yes. And remember, you're a seventh sister too. Right, right. Yeah. And so she popped into to the conversation there on the Facebook Live, and, and she said that she had felt confident doing it because she listens to her big sisters oh. on the podcast, and we had made her feel confident yeah. that, yes, she could make this decision. She was her child's educator, yeah. and she could trust her, her own um, reasoning process and her gut that said, yeah, we need to make a change. And that just, oh, oh bless my socks off, because oh. if we can be helping anybody who's still in the trenches mm -hmm. with their kids, help them get away from the guilt and the fear mm -hmm. and the shame, and instead mm -hmm. say confidently, I am not doing this perfectly, and I am not in control of outcomes, but I am doing the best that I can, and I'm seeking the Lord, and it's going to be okay. That was beautiful. So I'm a little misty, <laughs> a little misty <laughs> We really do care. We do. Yeah. There's too much, there's too much hurt in the world. Yeah. We don't need to add to it. We need to link arms. Yeah. That's why we don't do mom shaming. And we hope that you won't do mom shaming either. And we love our seventh sisters. We do. We do. So thank you for being here and being our seventh sister and, and being the kind of homeschool mom who wants to not just get it right, but do life well and yeah. do community well and um, and look to God in all of it. So we, we hope that today's episode has been an encouragement to you to do mm -hmm. that. We hope that it's also um, opened your eyes, your ears, your mind, whatever, to opportunities to come alongside other sisters in your local community and your online communities to encourage and to support. And we hope that we've also opened your mind to some curriculum options if mm -hmm. things are not working out so well for you. And if maybe you're looking for a different kind of title mm -hmm. or an adaptable piece of curriculum that would more easily fit itself to your homeschool rather than fitting your homeschool around the curriculum. Mm -hmm. So Seven Sisters Homeschool.com for lots of titles mm -hmm. and lots of blog posts with really practical resources but not a one-size-fits-all formula. Oh, All right? Yeah. Okay, so join us next time on the Homeschool High School podcast for more encouragement. We are delighted to have you along for the ride. This has been the Homeschool High School podcast from 7SistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Mm -hmm.